0: Release date, November 18th, 2022. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of TBD Sportscast College Football with your hosts, I'm Mason. And I'm Isaac. Welcome to our Week 12 review. We're going to be taking a look at some of the biggest games in college football this weekend. Uh, As you heard yesterday, Thursday, we did our live reaction to the college football playoff rankings and our thoughts, but that's enough of last week. We're moving on into week 12, and we got the biggest games coming up, starting out with you-know-what-it-is, the game of the week. So, Isaac, tell the folks what our game of the week is.
1: Our game of the week is 10th-ranked Utah, playing in Eugene at 12th-ranked Oregon at 10.30 p.m., a late Pacific Nightcap game, Mason.
0: Absolutely, you uh, just hit the nail on the head, Isaac. This is gonna be this is gonna be a war, man. This is gonna be a battle. This is gonna be a tough one. The matchup predictor coming straight out at fifty-one percent in Utah's favor. The spread being one in Oregon's favor. This is gonna be this is gonna be a close game. Um, and sometimes, you know, when the spread is like this, when we say, "Oh, this is gonna be a really close game," uh, sometimes it ends up not being, you know. And uh, speaking of that, like you know, like last week, spread was pretty close. Kentucky against Vandy and Vandy came out and won the game. So congrats to the Doors. That was a pretty pretty awesome game. I watched that one. Uh, but yeah, Utah, Oregon, man, this is gonna be a crazy game. We've already said that it's gonna be really close. So before we make our picks, Isaac, what do you think about like what what's this matchup gonna look like?
1: Well, Mason, looking at it, you know, like you said, the ESPN FPI is at right at 52 percent in Utah's favor. The spread is one point in favor of Oregon, and I think this will be a good one. You know, Oregon's coming off a a pretty rough game against Washington. They didn't play horribly, but they did lose and have all but been eliminated from the CFP, dropping all the way to 12th. And you got Utah, who's looking to you know make a late push uh, for a Pac-12 championship, and they're ranked tenth. These two teams are identical in record, uh, in eight and two overall, six and one in conference, both in the Pac-12. So it's going to be a really good game, and I'm looking forward to it, man.
0: Yeah, and I think something that you missed is that the fate of the Pac-12 championship rides on this game right here. Both teams being ten and two, whoever wins this game is going going to the ship. They're going to the Pac-12 ship. So I, I guess I'll go first and make my pick. Utah's schedule, you know, they got a pretty they got a pretty good schedule. Only losses being to Florida on the road, which is a tough road game in the SEC. And UCLA on the road, who has proven that they can be a tough team if they choose to show up, because obviously they didn't against Arizona this pack weekend. Get to that later. Um, man, this is a really tough one. Oregon having a really like a blowout loss to Georgia in week one. And then like you said, losing to Washington last week. Uh man, this is so hard to pick, dude. Because either one of these teams could come away with this. Utah having a real impressive win against USC at home by one point, <laughs> going for two. We've talked about that a lot recently. Uh man, I I, I don't, uh, I'm not confident in this, but I'm gonna take the Utes. I'm gonna take the Utes in this one. Uh, I I really think that Oregon is a tough team, and and they definitely could come back and win this one, but. I, I got the Utes in this one. I think that they know how to hold on, and I think they're going to take. I think they're going to take it from them. Now, with that being said, though, Oregon is looking for revenge after they after they lost to Utah last year, two times in a row. So, uh, you know, we won't see Oregon and Utah matching up in the Pac-12 Championship this year. Uh, but one of them is going to go play USC, and you know what? We very well may see USC Utah rematch in the Pac-12 Championship.
1: It's very possible, Mason. I think it's a good pick. You know, I I personally am on the fence because I'm sitting here looking at it, and you have you have Oregon who. You know, played UCLA really well at home in Eugene last month and did get the win by two touchdowns. And then you have Utah who went on the road to LA and lost to UCLA by 10. And of course, they had the big win over USC. I, Honestly, i like, I like to see a, a Utah-USC rematch in the Pac-12. I think this will be a really good matchup, and I think Oregon's going to come out strong coming off of that loss, a very close loss to Washington last weekend. Uh, but I think Utah is going to put up a really good fight. But I'm going to go with the Ducks in this one. I think Oregon's going to make the comeback and go play go play uh, USC in the Pac-12 championship.
0: And something that I, I just want to touch on that you said is, right, you said that Oregon went to UCLA and and won and Utah went to UCLA and lost by 10. And the thing is it's really difficult to use transitive property when looking at those games, right? I mean there, there's a tons of different games that you could look at where you say, well, this team played this team and then this other team played the same team and did worse, right But it's really hard to look at it that way because it's like, well yeah, but then you know like number one Georgia right they lost they almost lost to Missouri and Tennessee destroyed Missouri. But guess who beat Tennessee Georgia? I haven't forgotten i'm still there go dogs anyway <laughs> yeah, I but transitive property is such a hard thing when it comes to college football and it's not accurate a lot of times so that's that's one of the bones i got to pick with with what you said but overall i think that that's a good pick i think oregon could win this but i just got to go with my gut on this one because it's so close and i'm gonna pick the utes in this one joey is picking oregon he's with you uh so that's gonna be that's gonna be you guys against up against me but do remember and i'm gonna bring this up again too you both picked Kansas State to beat Texas, and I picked Texas, and guess who lost? Kansas State. So I'm just saying, pretty much every time that you two have gone against me, I've won. So I hope I go 2-0 and or 3-0 at whatever time this is. Uh, so that's that's our picks for our game of the week, Utah versus Oregon. Next up, we're going to move into our big Week 12 games. These are the biggest games of Week 12, starting off with a weird one, Florida at Vanderbilt. One of the main reasons I put this in here is simply because Vanderbilt coming off a crazy close win against Kentucky on the road. I mean, Kentucky's been known to be a tough place to play, but you've seen Kentucky fall to some not great teams from the SEC at home this year. They lost to South Carolina. Now be it, that was without Will Levis. But, you know, they lost to South Carolina at home, and now they lost to Vandy by three at home. So this is going to be a really good game. Um, obviously, the spread is looking not not, not close at all. <laughs> it's going to be Florida uh, by 14. Matchup predictor has Florida. Might as well be 82% if you're round. Uh This is going to be a close one. Excuse me. This is going to be a game. I don't know. You know, last time, you know, last week, The spread was obviously in Kentucky's favor, and we saw how that one turned out. So maybe the Doors, you know, I guess the question we should be asking is, you know, can the Doors be bowl eligible this year? Because they got a chance. All they got to do is get past Florida and then somehow get past Tennessee. But Isaac, you got to pick first who you got, Florida versus Vanderbilt.
1: Well, first of all, I want to give a big shout-out to the Doors for getting their first conference win since 2019 last week against Kentucky. That was a big deal for them, and I know the guys are excited about that. It's pretty exciting to see Vandy. I mean, they're 4-6, and six, and that's not a not a great record, but, you know, it's not terrible for them. Uh, you got Florida on the flip side coming in at 6-4. and four. You know, the spreads is 82%, and then the spread is 14 Honestly, you know, it always sucks to be a Florida Gator, but I think the Gators are going to go into Nashville and, and get this win pretty easily. Nothing against Vanderbilt, but I think that Florida's just going to overpower because Florida's, you know, they've had their ups and downs this year, but all in all, I still think they're a better team than Vanderbilt, and I think they'll get this win this weekend.
0: Yeah, man, Florida coming off a big win against South Carolina in the Swamp, 38-6. to I mean, shut them out. And then Vanderbilt coming off that big win to Kentucky. So, man, I mean... Dude, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but just with how with how Vanderbilt played last weekend, dude, I got to go with Florida, man. Man, you know y'all know I got to hit y'all with that Uno reverse. No way I cannot pick Vandy in this one. I think Florida is too good. They I mean they they second half shut out Texas A&M 2 weeks ago and now they, you know, only allowed 6 points against south carolina at home last week they're they're obviously looking good i think billy napier was a great hire um and i got the gators you know like you said it's unfortunate to be a florida gator it sucks to be a florida gator go dogs but uh yeah can't can't do it there gotta pull gotta pull for the gators on this one i think they'll take it now i mean would it be crazy if vandy won no i mean people you know vandy's not a bad football team this year like, have they been a bad football team the past couple years? Yes. As we said, they literally got their first conference win since twenty nineteen last weekend. So yeah, they're not they're not a good team, or they haven't been a good team. But they're not a bad team. Uh, you know, Clark Le- Clark Lee is doing some good things down there, and I'm excited to see what the program does. And honestly, no, I will not be surprised if if Vandy takes this one and Florida chokes. Anyway. Joey is obviously picking Florida with his so first TBD triple pick. Uh, that's that. Moving on now. Coming in to one of the bigger games. Illinois at number three, Michigan at 12 p.m. Um, Illinois just getting dropped, obviously, from the college football playoff rankings after two losses in a row, one to Michigan State and one to Purdue. The crazy thing is that Illinois is still in the running for the Big Ten championship, if Purdue loses to Northwestern this weekend, uh, is that possible? Yeah. Uh, will it happen? Mm-hmm. We'll see. Not making picks on that game. Making picks on Illinois, Michigan. Michigan, obviously. Some people have been talking about Michigan are having some weak first halves and then coming out in the second half strong and finishing strong like against Nebraska, against Maryland, um, and even against Penn State. So a lot of people have been dogging dogging Michigan, but their, their defense is, is pretty good. The spread on this one is 18 points in Michigan's favor. Uh, The matchup predictor is 91% in Michigan's favor. Uh, Joey's going first, though. Joey has Michigan. So, yeah, he's picking Michigan, and I think for good reason. Uh, I'll go ahead and make my pick too. My pick is also going to be Michigan. I th- I do. Will they cover the spread? The spread being at 18, that may drop before this episode is released before Saturday. Uh, but right now, no, I do not call Michigan to to take the spread. I call I call I call Michigan to win, but I call Illinois to cover. I see Michigan winning by 14, not 18. I see them winning by two touchdowns, maybe maybe 13, maybe you know touchdown touchdown two field goals, something like that. Uh, that's that's what I got. I got Michigan on that one. Isaac, man, this game—will it be crazy or will it be a blowout? Well, I'm sitting here looking
1: at it, and it's at the big house. It's a 12 o'clock game. You know, it's it's a noon kickoff in Ann Arbor. You know, Michigan's been pretty strong all season. They're th- they're third in the CFP rankings right now. You know, Illinois had a couple of rough weeks after we hyped them up for being a one-loss team outside the top 15, and they went and lost to Michigan State. Um, and you know. All in all, looking at this FPI, 91% Michigan's favor. I don't see any reason why I would pick against them. So I'm going to go with the Wolverines as well for a TBD triple pick. Uh, the spread is 18. I, I agree with you, Mason, though. I think Michigan takes it by 14 or right at two touchdowns, maybe 13. But I don't see them covering the spread, assuming it stays at 18 uh, when this weekend rolls around.
0: Yeah, and the thing is, you got to think about playoff implications as well. And with Michigan, Michigan, and Ohio State honestly just both being in the Big 10 and being on a collision course for the game in 2 weeks or excuse me next weekend wow next weekend you guys believe that it's been it's been a, it's been 10 weeks we're rolling into it's been 12 weeks we're rolling into week 12 week 13 rivalry weekend the last week in college football regular season is next week but anyway with the game coming up between Michigan and Ohio State, they're on a collision course. They're going to take a loss. Both of these teams must win in Week 12 if they want to secure a spot in the playoff. And like we talked about on on Thursday, Michigan must win the game. But the, yeah, you got the playoff implications. You got everything. Michigan must win this game. I don't think they'll have a problem. Uh, they, sh- I mean, it's in Ann Arbor. They should win. They should win by a lot at home. But I'm still not saying 18. I'm saying 14 at most. Anyway, moving on to the next game. This is for TCU at Baylor at 12 p.m. This game, and we talk about, you know, continue to talk about playoff implications. TCU, this is a must win game, right? But Baylor also coming off a huge loss to Kansas State. 31 to three. I mean, that's probably I think that's the biggest margin of loss they've had all season. Uh, this is not a good loss. They're six and four now after that. Four and three in the Big 12. Horn Frogs, obviously 10 0, undefeated in the conference. Uh, one of only four undefeated teams in all of FBS. Uh, the matchup predictor is a 51 percent in TCU's favor. The spread, however, two and a half points in TCU's favor. When it comes to Vegas, man, I kind of think that's a cop out because obviously that's just a betting line. But I don't see this as a two and a half point favorite. Maybe they're saying that because it's going to be at Baylor, but I don't. I don't see this, man. I'll, yeah, I mean, this is my pick. I'm picking TCU, bro. There's no way Baylor comes out and wins this. Like, I don't even think it'll be close. I'm calling. I'm calling TCU to cover and win by fourteen. That's what I think. I, I mean, after the way Kansas State beat down on them last week. I mean, yeah, they might be you know, trying to rebuild, and maybe they lost that game because they're trying to knock off TCU. Who knows? may have been a trap game for them. We talked about that a lot at the beginning of the season because we see those a lot. You're trying to knock off a big team. You don't focus for this week, and then, boom, you just take a huge loss, and then you knock off the team the next week. Or you don't, and you just have two losses on your schedule now because you didn't pay attention. Week-by-week mentality is what wins in college football. Georgia is proving that. Not to talk about Georgia a lot. Obviously, I'm a Georgia fan. Go dogs. Anyway... Uh, so, yeah, I got TCU to beat Baylor on the road at 12 p.m. by 14 this Saturday.
1: Yeah, Mason, I think that's a great pick. And, you know, I don't know, honestly, what what's going on there because the FPI has given uh, TCU a 51% chance to win, only favoring her by two and a half points. I, I don't quite get that because Baylor, no disrespect to Dave Aranda, but Baylor's had an off year, you know, giving up 31 points to K-State, you know, only putting up three. I mean, you know, Baylor has had a really rough year. I don't exactly know what the deal is there, but all that being said, I don't think there's any way Baylor gets this win in Waco this weekend. I think TCU is going to go in there and show why they're the number four team in the country and roll on to week 13 um, as the number four team in the country and top of the Big 12.
0: Yeah, I completely agree with that. I, I do not see Baylor coming out with this one. I think the defense at TCU is really well. I mean, look how they played on the road against Texas. Like, two, two, two road games in a week for any team. Two road games in two weeks is difficult for any team in the Power 5, okay? I mean, this is this is going to be difficult, right? You go to Texas and win on the road, and then you got to go to Baylor and try to beat them on the road as well. Now, I mean, I don't think that that'll be a problem. I think Max Duggan's been playing really well. I think the defense has been playing phenomenal, as we saw last week. Uh, and I don't think that Baylor's defense is good enough to hold up to Max Duggan. So I in the TCU offense. So I really think TCU is going to take this one uh, to get it in there. Joey's pick is TCU. Obviously, he's going with us for another TBD triple pick. I I don't. I wouldn't say this is a no-brainer, but I would say that I don't think the Vegas line is correct. And I mean, like like I just said, by the time this comes out, by the time you know we get to Saturday, because this episode releases on Friday, you know it may be. It may be less. It may be more. So we'll see what happens. I don't think it's going to be close by two touchdowns. Moving on to our next game. This one right here, this this is kind of, I'm putting this one on here because it's the revenge factor from last year uh, because I don't really know how close this game is going to be. This is Texas at Kansas at 3.30 p.m., a Big 12 matchup. Uh, you've got the Horns. They are 6-4. and four. Uh, going up against Kansas, who is now also six and four. Uh, the matchup predictor 77% in Texas's favor. The spread is nine nine points in Texas's favor. Uh, and this is on the road at Kansas. And you know the revenge factors. You got to remember, man. They went for Kansas went for two last year in overtime and won the game. This this is what happened. I mean, and they knocked off Texas. Everybody. Went crazy about that because don't forget when that happened last year, Kansas was two and eight. Two and eight, they they sucked, and then they've turned it around and they've actually they're bowl eligible. Kansas of all teams is bowl eligible now. This game is gonna be, you know, I think it'll be a close game. I'm not, I mean, I'm not making my pick, but I actually think this is gonna be a good game. And you may think, well, it's Kansas and Texas. Well, yeah, okay. And Kansas has had some injuries. You might be right. Texas coming off a loss to TCU at home, and now they got to go play Kansas on the road. Who, I mean, in a good Kansas team, they're not bad. They've had some impressive wins this season. Have they had some stupid losses? Yes. But don't forget, they were within 10 of beating TCU at one point. And yeah, that was earlier in the season. But it's definitely possible that they come out with this. But, Isaac. Your pick. What do you got?
1: Well, Mason, I agree with you. I think this is going to be a really good game. You know, it looks like the spread is in favor of Texas by nine points. You know, FBI has given them a 77% chance to go into Lawrence and get the win. I think it's going to be a really good game. You know, like you said, Kansas is not a bad team. You know, they, they were within a touchdown of beating TCU. Granted, they gave up 52 points to Oklahoma, lost by 12 to Baylor, lost by 15 to Texas Tech, handled at Oklahoma State. That's their last five. But Kansas is not a bad team. The Jayhawks have a chance to make this a really good game. Texas, I've said it all year. I think if Queen Year's would have been healthy all year, they'd be in a different spot. Same goes for Kansas. Had they been healthy all year, they very well could be. Both of these guys could be fighting with TCU at top of the Big 12. But the fact of the matter is they're not. I think the Jayhawks have a good chance to make this one close, and that's why I'm going to go with the Texas Longhorns this weekend to go into Lawrence and get the win. Uno reverse, and that's my pick.
0: <laughs> Yeah, man, and that's that's not a bad pick. And looking at the just because you mentioned it, looking at the top of the conference right now, uh, what it's looking like is a TCU Kansas State rematch for the Big 12 championship game, unless Kansas State takes two losses. Uh, because uh, can, the right behind them is 22 Oklahoma State at four and three in the conference. Uh, but as long as Kansas State just keeps rolling, it's looking like we're going to get that rematch. And you never know, Kansas State may show up this time. They didn't have Martinez the whole game when they played last time. And I think that hurt them, uh, them being Kansas State. But we're not talking about that. There's just a lot of implications because we're getting at that point in the season. But right now, I'm gotta go with Texas to take this one as well. I don't think Kansas will come out with this one. Uh, I think that Texas is able to go on the road. I think their defense plays really well. I think Quinn Ewers is a great quarterback. Um, now, if <laughs> if Texas if Kansas still had Daniels at quarterback, I'd be opposite. I would be arguing the opposite. I would think that Kansas may may win this game pretty close, Uh, but no, I got Texas, and yeah, I'll call them to cover the spread. I think nine points is fair. I mean, that's about a touchdown, that's about a touchdown and a field goal, Uh, and I think the spread could move to ten points in Texas's favor. But I, yeah, I call Texas to cover the spread. I think I think Texas wins by 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 nine or more. Uh, Joey is picking Texas to win this one. Uh, This is I mean again, this is a no-brainer uh texas tech this is it's a tbd triple pick it's texas against kansas uh last year i feel like was a fluke but you never know i mean i'm not saying kansas can't come out and win this one uh because they absolutely could and if it happens i won't be surprised because it's kansas so and obviously and i'm going back on my pick earlier in the season i said that i thought now that quinn ewers was back texas would go and win went out the entire season that was when they were like uh five and five and three and they have not done that so uh yeah no i i don't i don't at least they're going bowling and you know at least kansas is going bowling but that's that is that moving on to our next game we were going to do ccu at virginia we thought this game would be um a good one but with the tragic loss of three football players uh from uva we they they canceled the game and i rightfully so we're in agreement with that Um, And, you know, we we are sending our prayers and thoughts out to the families and to the team of University of Virginia. Very, very sad situation. Um, But with that being said, we have replaced that game with number five, Tennessee at South Carolina at 7 p.m. And you might be wondering, why would you put this stupid game on here that Tennessee's probably want to thwack South Carolina? Well, I would point you to 2010 when number one, Alabama, came to Columbia to play number 19 South Carolina. And guess who won that game? South Carolina by two touchdowns. And you might also be thinking well how'd South Carolina gonna beat Tennessee when they just lost by 30 to Florida? Well, that game was one on the road and two may possibly be a trap game. Tennessee better better take this game seriously because if they don't, I really think that South Carolina could knock them off. Uh, is that gonna happen? No. I'm picking Tennessee. Joey's picking Tennessee. And unless I'm wrong, I think Isaac is going to pick Tennessee.
1: Would you would you say you are? Yeah, Mason, I'm I'm going to go with Tennessee in this one. I think the Gamecocks have a shot. I mean they they could make it close and 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 if Tennessee gets off to a slow start like they did last weekend against Missouri, I mean who knows? If they get off to a slow start and South Carolina really executes well, they can make it a really interesting game in Columbia uh, at 7 o'clock on Saturday night, but I don't think that's going to happen. I think the Volunteers are going to roll, and they're going to get the win.
0: And just to look at stats, you know, we got matchup Predictor. you got Tennessee 89%. The spread is 21.5 uh, in the Vols' favor. I'm calling the Vols to cover the spread. Do you call the Vols to cover the spread?
1: Yeah, I like the Vols by probably 24, 31, something like that.
0: Yeah, I like that. I like that. Yeah, something like that. Three, three touchdowns and a field goal. I like that. Um, especially with the way they've been playing recently, and I actually had a friend of mine. You know, he was like, you know, I really need Oregon to lose because you know Oregon and TCU they're they're on our butt. And we were like, well, why? You know, he was he was all happy that you know they they got that extra touchdown at the end. It's like, well, why'd you have to do that? And he's like, we need style points because Oregon and TCU are on our butt. And I was like, that's 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 a fair point. <laughs> so style points matter, um, especially when it comes to the CFP. Uh, I mean with their biggest loss being Georgia so Tennessee there obviously the implications here are, you know they have to win out cuz if Tennessee loses another game they will not make the CFP and actually well maybe not I don't know we'll see but I don't I don't think they can get there they get another loss uh we'll see you know maybe who knows maybe Vanderbilt knocks them off I don't think so but maybe Uh, Next game, uh, we got number 22, Oklahoma State at Oklahoma at 7.30. Uh, Remember, this game was played last year at Oklahoma State at Bedlam. And, you know, there were some shady refing calls that were called about this game that people were like, well, I don't know. But either way, Oklahoma State got the dub, uh, 22, Oklahoma State at Oklahoma at 7.30 p.m., uh, the spread on this one is gonna be seven and a half in Oklahoma's favor. Whoa! I was not expecting that. Not looked at it yet. Uh, this is in the match predictor, 61% in Oklahoma's favor. Uh, I don't know. That's that's a crazy money line, if you ask me. What do you think?
1: I, I, I'm appalled, man. I, I didn't expect that at all. I hadn't looked at it either. I, I am shocked. I mean, Oklahoma has not played well enough this year, in my opinion. As Even with the hurdles that Oklahoma State has had, I don't think... Yeah, I, I don't I don't, I don't, know. I'm surprised at that. I'm curious to see if, they, if it turns out to be a good game, but that's a shock to me, Mason.
0: Yeah, that is a big shock, because uh, uh, it's my pick, and I'm going with Oklahoma State to win this game and cover the spread, man. I mean, except seven and a half in Oklahoma's favor. You're talking about the Oklahoma that lost, to, or got, not just lost, but got destroyed by Texas and destroyed by TCU and beat by 10 by Kansas. You do realize that their last win was Iowa State, 27 to 13. They barely beat Kansas by 10, all right? They all, I mean, they, uh, no. I don't know how, I don't know why Vegas has the money line by seven and a half points, I because I, I I do not see that. I I think that Oklahoma State will be very composed coming into this game. I mean, just to be fair, we can take a look at the at the Oklahoma State schedule. Uh, obviously their record being better at seven and three uh, and Oklahoma being at five and five. Uh, yeah, I mean they got they got some big wins they, they beat Iowa State last week 20 to 14, obviously lost to Kansas by uh, 20. they lost they got blanked by Kansas State. Uh, you know, Texas 41 to 34, some of these man, really close almost, you know, they almost beat TCU in overtime, let them come back. So I maybe, maybe Vegas just thinks that they'll, they'll, they'll blow it on the road, which they've done. They lost on the road to Kansas state and they lost on the road to Kansas. So maybe they're, maybe they're worried about how they play on the road, uh, because they also lost on the road to TCU. And maybe, maybe that's what it is out of. One, two, three, four out of four road games, they've only won one, and that was against Baylor by 11. So I maybe that's maybe that's what they're thinking. They're gonna struggle on the road, but I don't think they'll have any problem against Oklahoma because Oklahoma, as we know, is Oklahoma. So I'm I got Oklahoma State in this one. Who you got?
1: I think I think I think Oklahoma has a chance to maybe make it a decent game, but the fact that they're, they're favored in this game I think is absolutely absurd. Uh, I'm going to go with the Cowboys in this one. I think they're going to go to Norman and get the win because I don't understand this money line, number one. And number two, I just don't think this Oklahoma team has what it takes to knock off the Cowboys this weekend.
0: Yeah, man, I, I'm with you. I just want to see what Joey's picking because I don't even know. Joey is picking Oklahoma! Wow! Wow! Did not see that one coming either. Man, just so y'all know, like, I don't see Joey's picks before this. He he texts them in, and I don't look. So, wow. Oklahoma. Man, he didn't even give no reason. And I don't even know. Maybe it's the spread. Maybe he just is seeing something that I'm not. But they, I, I, I cannot cast my vote for Oklahoma. Like you said, I think they can make it a close game. And I'm not saying they couldn't win. But I don't think they're going to win by seven and a half. I don't think they win by a touchdown. If anything, it's a field goal. Like, I, I think that Oklahoma State will win and cover. I got Oklahoma State by 10. I don't see Oklahoma winning this. I think they go to five and six, you know, because if they don't win the next two games, they're not going bowling. If Oklahoma does not win at least one game in these next two games, Oklahoma is going bowling, which would, or is not going bowling, which would be super interesting (laughs) to say the least. But yeah, I don't know what Joey, why he's got them, but okay. Anyway, (laughs) moving on to our next game, number 14, Ole Miss at Arkansas at 730. We can move this through this one pretty quickly. Only put it on here because Ole Miss is now at fourteen. There's still a two loss in the conference. They're obviously not going to the SEC championship because they couldn't beat Bama and LSU won. So that's that's that. Matchup predictor got Ole Miss sixty eight percent. The spread, wow, two and a half in Ole Miss's favor. Um well, since LSU just played Arkansas and played them pretty close, so you know about that. Uh what do you think about what do you think about that spread and who wins this game, Isaac?
1: Well, Mason, I think that like you said it several times, but I think Arkansas is a scrappy team that plays in a tough division and the toughest conference in college football. And I think that Arkansas has a chance to win this game. I really do because they they played really well against LSU and LSU was a team that kind of transformed against Ole Miss winning by 25. Uh, but all in all, I mean, the Hogs have a shot in this one. I, I think that the winner of this game will win by a field goal or maybe a, a touchdown at most. I don't think this will be a blowout, even with Ole Miss's offense. If Arkansas's defense comes to play like I did last weekend, I think the Hogs could very well knock off the Rebs, but I'm going to go with Ole Miss this weekend. I think they'll go into Fayetteville and get the win
0: yeah man, and uh, not not to do transitive property, but I think it's I think with transitive property, it really is more so of like looking at team A playing team B and then looking at team C playing team B. so I, I I really think that that's what that's about. but you can look at a team and say, wow, they're playing really well right now and and you can't deny Mississippi played a really good game against Alabama. Did they come up short? Yes, did they want to win? Yes, but they played a really good game. It was a lot closer than it was last year. Uh, I mean, Kevin's a great coach. Uh, I, 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 you know, with the spread being two and a half in Ole Miss's favor, uh, I got Ole Miss to, to to cover and win the game. I, I don't, I don't think they have a problem. I think they go in and uh, do pretty well. I think Arkansas. I think if KJ Jefferson plays, it'll definitely be a way closer game because uh, he's been out because uh, he's been hurt recently. But now I, I got Ole Miss to I got all to cover the spread. I don't think it'd be an issue. And Joey's picking Ole Miss as well. So TBD triple pick. Ole Miss comes out with the win against arkansas all right now we get into one of the bigger games this week this is number seven usc and number 16 ucla at 8 p.m and the reason why this game is so big is because one obviously you have the playoff implication for usc because usc they still have a path to the playoff like a lot of the other teams outside the top four it's narrow but it's there but their playoff implication is usc must win this game they have to win this game in order to make the playoff, in order to get to the Pac-12 Championship. But also you you do have the Pac-12 Championship and there could be a lot of mix-ups this weekend. If UCLA beats USC and assuming Oregon beats Utah, Oregon goes to 7 and 1, UCLA falls to 6 and 2, and UCLA beat Utah, Utah falls to 6 and 2, and USC falls to 6 and 2. And your in your Pac-12 championship is going to be eight and one Oregon and eight and two UCLA assuming these two teams go on to uh, win in week thirteen. But if Utah wins and assuming that UCLA still beats USC, then you have at number one in the Pac-12 Utah at seven and one, Oregon at six and two who beat UCLA who would fall to number three six and two, and then USC at seven and two who lost to UCLA. everybody won their game in week 13 Utah at probably nine and one or eight and one and Oregon at seven and two would rematch a regular season matchup in the Pac-12 championship dude is that not crazy and I know you guys like I'm trying to get the wheels turning like I know like like your your hands are like what (laughs) but that's literally what could happen but now obviously we have to make picks um to you know, to see what happens, but we do have some crazy implications for the Pac-12 championship because nobody has clinched it yet because the race for the Pac-12 championship is actually pretty tight. Um, if if you if USC wins this weekend, then they they've clinched the spot, but it, it falls to everybody else. So this game this game matchup predictor has 60% in USC's favor. The spread two and a half in USC's favor. I think, I honestly, I think the FPI has this one right. I think this is going to be a really, really close game. Joey's pick is up first. He's picking USC. It's not a bad pick. It's going to be a close game. Uh, with this game being at UCLA, I definitely think that that could have an impact. Dorian Thompson-Robinson, been having a great year. Uh, USC actually just lost Travis Dye, running back Travis Dye. But USC still has, you know, Heisman candidate quarterback Caleb Williams. I mean, dude's been playing great football. Now, I mean, they have they been playing some cupcakes? Yes. But UCLA, they also have a win against against Utah. That's that's a quality win. Utah's not a bad football team. Because Utah is also the team that beat USC. I got the Bruins, man. I got the Bruins. I got the freaking Bruins to go and win against USC at home. Uh, I'm not confident in it, obviously, because I think the game's going to be so close. Um, but yeah, actually, and I'll I, I tell you what, I got UCLA by two. I don't know how it's going to happen, but I got UCLA by two—a safety or an, a two-point conversion, something. Something crazy is going to happen. I got UCLA; they're going to win this thing by two. They're going to knock off USC. I'm calling it here.
1: So now we have Mason and Joey on polar ends, and I have to side with one of them. So that's that's the upside. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I think it's going to be a great game. I think UCLA, with it being at the Rose Bowl, I, I think that will make it a really a really tough one. USC has had their moments. You know, and, and if it wasn't for Utah going for two against them, obviously they would be undefeated right now and probably in the top six, I would presume. But all that being said, I think that UCLA can make it a really tough game. Spreads two and a half. I, I like that. You know, the FPI is at 60-40. I like that as well. I think it'll be a really close game. I think it'll be more like 51 49, though, on the FPI. I, I think it's giving a little bit too much credit to USC. Um, UCLA, I think, has a chance to make this one close. They, they've played a pretty good season so far. But all that being said, I'm gonna go with the UCLA Bruins as well. I like them to get the win at the Rose Bowl and upset USC and make a run for the Pac-12 title game.
0: Let's go! Yes, dude. I I think that it will be close. And like I said, I'm really not confident. And there's a part of me that really wants to choose USC, but I, I just really feel like UCLA has played some good football this year. I mean, yes, they have they have two losses. Uh, USC has one loss, but I mean, I mean. I mean, both losses for the Bruins have been in conference, but I really think that they have what it takes to knock knock off USC. This is going to be an amazing game. It's going to be a close game. It, you know, I really wouldn't have expected to, you know, be so into the Pac-12. I You know, I would have expected to be more into the SEC, but honestly, it's kind of crazy in the SEC because LSU won the West and Georgia won the East, which is, you know, what everybody expected. Obviously, nobody expected LSU to win the West because everybody expected Alabama to do it, but especially not Brian Kelly's first year. I mean... Congratulations to the Tigers. But no, not not the Pac-12. I was not thinking that our two biggest games in week 12 were going to be two Pac-12 games that could decide the future of the Pac-12 championship. Uh, So this is going to be cool. Moving on, this is our last game this week. Uh, you know, there, there wasn't a lot of exciting games, but we do have an ACC matchup for you. I thought this one could be interesting. This is Syracuse at Wake Forest at 8 p.m. These are two teams in the ACC that looked really, really promising at the beginning of the season. Then they played Clemson. Then they fell off. <laughs> you got Syracuse, who is undefeated, coming into the Clemson game. And now, guess what? Four straight losses. They have not won a game since they played since they played NC State the week before they played Clemson. All right. Then you have Wake Forest, who guess what? Was undefeated until they played Clemson. It was only three games, but they played in week four. And then they won three games, and now they've lost three in a row to Louisville, NC State, and North Carolina. And now they play Syracuse at home. Now the spread is ten points in Wake Forest's favor. Matchup predictor, 64% in Wake Forest favor. I think this could be an interesting one. How interesting will it be, though? Tell me.
1: Well, Mason, I gotta say this. Like you said, Wake Wake Forest and Syracuse were both squads that looked really good early on. You know, Wake Forest and honestly should have beat Clemson. They didn't get it done in double overtime in Winston Salem back in September. Of course, then Syracuse should have got it done at Clemson, and Clemson was able to squeak it out. And then when they played the Irish, their luck ran out—no pun intended. Um, but you know, the, both these teams have looked—it's—it's it's like they're fighting—they're fighting for relevance, honestly. You know, you got Wake favored by ten—you know—a a, ten-point underdog for Syracuse seems a little bit high based on the earlier performance in the year. But all in all, I think it's going to be a really good game in West Salem Saturday night, and I'm excited to see who wins.
0: I mean, you got Wake Forest coming off four straight losses, three straight losses, excuse me. You got Syracuse coming off four straight losses. This is kind of like who can get the first win in November. No joke. So I don't know. This is this is a really tough one, and I hate having to make picks like this. Uh, but I got to go with Syracuse, man. I think they're going to go on the road and get the dub uh, in, in at Wake Forest. I don't see Wake Forest coming out with this. They haven't played very well. Uh, I, I I think that. I think that Syracuse's defense is still really good. Um, I think that they've been trying to work some stuff out, and I I think they're going to take down Wake Forest on the road.
1: Well, Mason, I think I think it's a good pick. You know, I think it's going to be a really good game in Winston Salem. You know, Wake Wake Forest honestly was was on the cusp, obviously, of knocking off North Carolina last weekend, and that makes it hard for me to pick against them because of the fact that now, granted, let me let me preface this by saying this is also a team who got embarrassed by Louisville. And, of course, you know, Syracuse has lost four straight now, being absolutely throttled last weekend against the Seminoles. Uh, But all that being said, honestly, I like Wake Forest. I like Wake Forest to get the win in Winston-Salem on Saturday night and, uh, you know, send send the Orange back up north of the loss.
0: Well, yeah, man, I don't know if I can agree with you on that one. I mean, it's cool, you know, you can just let your percentage go down, uh, you know, like you have every week in the past four weeks, so... (laughs) Uh, man, I'm just picking on him. No, it's it's gonna be a good game, I think. I, I think this this one is a toss-up. It could go either way. Um I don't really I don't really see a ten point spread in Wake Forest's favor. I'm actually I mean I'm obviously I'm calling calling Syracuse to cover the spread. So I got Syracuse in a in a close one um so there you go well that's it for this episode of tbd sportscast college football well we're super excited about week 12 we hope you've enjoyed this preview uh trying to look forward and you know just make picks and you know bet the money line and see we'll see what happened. uh obviously we don't promote gambling and we don't gamble ourselves but if you do whatever i hope you make money and i hope that we help uh so yeah make go make picks cool Anyway, <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's our that's that's this episode. And uh, go dogs, go tigers, and always remember: no matter what team you pull for, if you're on God's side, you're always on the winning team. Want to share a couple verses with you out of Matthew seven, starting in verse twenty-four. The rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and slammed against that house and it fell, and great was its fall. Jesus is our rock. Jesus is our firm foundation, the only foundation that we have to put our lives on. He is forever. He is everlasting. He is the only thing that we have. Salvation in Jesus is so close to the heart of TBD Sportscast. It's a big part of our mission to talk about college football while sharing the gospel. And the gospel is this you are a sinner in need of saving, and God, in His love, to bring bridge the gap that we created with our sin, send his only son, Jesus, to die and take a cross for you and me to save us from our sins so that way we could have a close personal connection and relationship with God. And God wants that. God wants a deep personal connection and relationship with you. If you don't have that, you need it. I promise any one of us here at TBD SportsCast could tell you how how amazing God is, how much He loves you, how much He wants for you, and how His ways are better than your ways. If you deal with anything like mental health, lust, sexual sin... Anything like that, or if you just want to hear more about the, about the gospel, you can always reach out to us. Uh, hit us up on Facebook Messenger, send us a DM on Instagram. or You can even leave a comment on this YouTube video. We'll get back to you, and we will always share the love of Jesus with you. We're praying for you guys, and uh, we're we're you know we're excited to see where this podcast takes us. And we hope this helped you, and uh, you know we love you guys. So, but that's this podcast, and uh, you know what? Have a good week twelve, and we'll see you next week. Later. Bye-bye.